1: Hi everyone and welcome back to the Marseille View. Uh, I'm deputizing for Stefan again tonight um, and it's, it's good we get a bit of change up but interestingly I have to well, new members no, but I have a returning member in Tomasz. How are you?
0: Hi, hi, Ben. Yeah, I'm very good, thank you.
1: Yeah, you've had you've had family duties and, and lots of responsibilities, but you've still been watching the game, still been the great <laughs> on the group. Yeah,
0: cruise. I had a family duties like for last year and uh, perhaps for next few years to come. But today I'm <laughs> pretty free, so I am glad to join. And it was a great week to for all OM fans, I guess. Two good wins and. Most importantly, a Qatari meltdown. So uh, <laughs> really, yeah, you really, really just
1: waiting for the right week to come back on the show, weren't you? <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
1: exactly. we have Wilfred, who so Wilfred's one of uh, one of our members, well members, one of our mates here in the in the UK Marseille group. So we watch the games together in London and stuff. Um, but yeah, he's he's come round to watch the Champions League. <laughs> And uh, I said, look, mate, you need to get involved because we're missing a third person for the podcast. So here he is.
2: No worries, all. So my name is Wolfrey. Uh I think I've been having fun since the season 98-99. Uh, it's been a challenging but exciting ride. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm very happy to be here tonight. Well, and you get free, free Pepsi and free beer and free food, so yeah. Or winning. That's the main reason why
1: I came. But yeah, so without further ado, the agenda is the last two games. So the win against Basel, uh, the win, quite convincing win in Brest, pleasantly. Um, And then we'll have a little debate at the end once we've been through the two games. But let's dive right in. So we played our last 16 tie against Basel after qualifying against Karabagh. Um, interestingly enough, <clears throat> Basel were in the same group as Karabakh, they beat them home and away, um, so it's not that it's any verdict or any, any analysis to be taken from that, but I guess the main context is they lost their main striker, Rafael Cabral, who went to Fiorentina in the, in the, in the January window, they sacked their manager, so they were a bit of a wounded beast. But Marseille were in such poor form um, and playing at the Ville where we struggled very recently. Uh, I don't think many of us were very confident, but we came away with a 2-1 win. Now, I I saw a lot of things that I liked. Um, I mean, Milik got both goals. Um, I think there was just just the intentions in the play. Um, It was a lot more fluid. It was a lot more vertical, a lot more direct. Granted, the opposition was weak. But I feel like Marseille sort of, sort of turned a, a mental, moral corner where we, we bounced back a bit from our recent poor performances and against a weaker opponent, we, we turned on the style a bit and, and created a lot of chances. Now, Tomash, what did you think?
0: Um, I think that, like, for me personally, it's actually this, both, both these games. I, I do not want to get ahead of myself, but both these games were pretty, uh, pretty similar, actually. Um, you said that the, the win versus Brest was quite convincing I've, i also think that uh, the, the the win versus Puzzle was i don't know if even more convincing like the scoreline is is not so good for sure but our performance was was very good and we we created really a lot of chances we uh, we, we struck at the post twice if i uh, if I, uh, if I if i remember That's correctly I've
1: got, I've, just to remind you of the stats i think it was 22 shots and 7 on target in the game i love exactly but for om in recent times is is you know very well pleasantly surprising because we've been really struggling to create
0: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so so I was I was uh, really uh, kind of surprised by this performance but like in a, in a pleasant way for sure and I think that the key, key takeaway from 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 that actually both games is the thing that you said we are really a lot more vertical uh, because directness is one thing f- for sure so we we try to move the ball, ball faster and we we are more uh, like I think we are more aggressive in the middle of the pitch in, in interceptions, but we we are very we are a lot more vertical and we we played uh, the ball through the middle more often I guess. Uh, if you compare the uh, I think it was the the second goal versus Basel the one in which um, Rongier had a run through through the middle and he he took a shot and then uh, Mirei on uh, on the rebound uh, scored. Yep. It was it was actually quite similar to to, to to both the first and the third goal versus breast. So so it was Indeed. like a, 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 a maybe not quite a solo run, but like a, a burst through the middle, in which uh, two players are, are both on the left and on the right of the of the, of the player. And running and they're um, ready to pounce on the on the rebound. So it was like very, very um like focused on the middle of the pitch. And I think it it might be a good way to go forward. Like if you if you look at our squad, we actually don't have any proper wingers which are on the on farm, I guess. Both Luis Enrique and Conrad mm-hmm. we, we we know what, what, like what, what what are they like what is their form now or what is their uh, their level. Under is very good, but on uh, but under is, is he's more of an inside forward. He isn't like a like Indeed. a very you know classical wing, winger, so I think this this approach this uh, to, to go through through the middle is is the is the way to go. So so the the, the game versus Basel I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching Coen, which which is which wasn't the case like um, for, for the, the week last before? Yeah, <laughs> week, before, week before and and for the last, I guess, month and a half, so so I was very happy.
1: Cool, and uh, I guess we'll over to, you. To, to to set the scene for Wilfred. So Wilfred's one of one of the, the few people like me a bit. I mean, I've been pessimistic, but I've also been of the minds that you know we were going through a bad patch. So Wilfred was like, we will bounce back. We will bounce back for a few weeks. He got a lot of stick for it,
2: but I guess you were proven right. What did you think of the puzzle game? Uh, I do agree with what you said, but I would say. I... This is like the last statement uh, you said, Thomas, about you didn't enjoy the, the last few games. I actually enjoyed the, the first half again Monaco. Mm. We, we just didn't score. But like we controlled the game, like we did everything. We just didn't score. That's so true. That's true. Like, overall, we were like, we're just going through like a, a bad like, patch. It's not. It was not like a big deal. But I feel like maybe the good thing was like people started to... You know there was this talk between like the fans and Longoria, and and then weirdly like now some some of our players are playing the position they were supposed to. uh, uh, Players are not playing like right wings when they're like uh, left back or what. Like players are not actually playing where they're supposed to, and I feel like there's a a change. And as well as you said, maybe we're playing more forward as well. I don't know if the reason, but maybe it had a little bit of impact where the coach were like, you can, you need to like put the player at the right position. Mm. So, but as you said, I was very, I really enjoyed, especially the last game where like the, like we we're playing a more direct football because sometimes, yes, we were controlling the game, which is the goal of Sam but it was just like, like passes, passes, passes. It was like scorer. Like It was like they were... A bit like handball. Exactly. Just going around the area. Yeah, No and penetration. Yeah. No, no. Like, and yeah, we were controlling the game, but it was very predictable. Like, everybody knew. And sometime when they they were, like, on the counter, they were, like, slowing down to, like, start o- mm. over. And I was, like, like, no, you need to, like, go forward. And I feel that's... that's what's happening at the moment and i really enjoy uh, the aritz uh on yeah against brest he was really bringing this pace and Mm. uh, this energy that we were missing the last couple of weeks but for for
1: Basel, so i mean i agree with both of you guys it was a lot more direct in the attentions i just think that maybe you're right well maybe Maybe there was a chat. I mean, we know that Longoria met with the fans, but that was not out of the ordinary. He's been meeting with the fans very regularly. So you can imagine that they voiced discontent and stuff. But as he's always repeated, him and are commun- communicating constantly, the channels are open, they've got a good relationship. Yeah, it would make sense that maybe Longoria, but also I, you would imagine some of the players, they just went, look, coach, you know, we've tried the style. We've, we've been struggling recently. Uh, how about we, we play with a bit more freedom? And he, he made a few tweaks, certainly in, in some of the positions, I think, um, that, that, that were beneficial. But I think against Basel, what I, what I noticed the most was, um, as you both said, the verticality, but it was the transition play where yeah,
2: exactly.
1: the minute we got the ball back, we were, we were looking forward straight away instead of playing the control game and passing it three times at the back. We were straight away looking for the, the man who's the furthest forward to, to then enable the runners, uh, which Payet was, was doing effectively for a period of the game, but a, a lot of others were doing. genduzi was getting forward quite a lot. I mean, he had arguably one of the best chances of the game, um, which he 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 scuffed a bit when when he the ball stayed stuck in his feet and he couldn't shoot and we didn't score. But yeah, it was it was just you could tell from the start of the game that. We were we looked a lot more confident, a lot more entrepreneurial than we have been going forward, and that was a relief in itself. Now, what about? I mean, Tomasz, you're our resident Polish expert, right? Yeah. <laughs> what What did you? We know you you have you have your own views about Milik, and without without spoiling the breast game, what did you think about his his performance against Basel? I mean, personally i think it's you know he's as he's getting more game time and he's more involved in the system and yes with the changes that were made to the approach that we build up more quickly and more direct I, th- I thought he played a very good role not only in his goals but in the build-up he just seemed more involved what did you think
0: um <laughs> I, <laughs> it's it's really awkward for me to say because he <laughs> like you know he he scored two goals he, he basically won us the game i i think it, it, it like for, for sure his penalty was was great that's one thing i can I can truly say like it, it was I'd say it was a very good penalty I think he like certainly he um you know he he often says in polish media that, that like he tries to emulate uh, Lewandowski in various you know ways of not just his play but just his overall uh, attitude and the uh, you know Lewandowski is just the, like the most one of the most professional athletes not yeah. only in Poland but in the world like he's he's not very talented but he's he's the epitomization of you know professionalism. so I think that, uh, actually, Midik shows that, and I know that sometimes, like for example, the, the, he kicked the uh, water bottle like uh, after uh, he was taken off, like few 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 games back, right? No,
1: but who doesn't do that, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. And still, yeah. and, and still, he he actually tries to adapt to this system, which which isn't made for him, but he tries, and he it is very visible that he's playing like he is more more and more involved involved in in the in the build up. He he uh, he comes back uh, he, he he looks for the ball so i think it's like it it's it shows that he he wants to be here and he wants to make it work and that's it that, that is you know that is commendable one thing i would say is that i'm not sure if he because uh, of course it may be it may come with time but i think that now like there are some tech like just some technical you know um problems that we have that he has with with playing with the ball more often so so for example his first touches in the best uh, all the time etc yeah, so, etc et et but maybe it will come with, with you know with, with more confidence so i hope so that's that that's, that's my take on him
2: yeah i just wanted to p- p- piggyback on what you were saying with his willingness of being here because people were already saying uh, oh, if uh sample is staying is, is he wants to go or oh, blah, 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 Yes, they like I think he was just frustrated that it wasn't working. He didn't he didn't understand like but I don't know if they had the talk not. but what we can see is like he wants to be here, he wants to take the team to the Champions League, he wants to be the best, he's professional. But he's scoring as well. Exactly. Yeah. He's professional, so he's always gonna give his best no matter what. And I guess that's something that I'm fan like appreciate about him, is like he's giving his best. And uh, yeah, he wasn't working for a bit, but now he's just getting back in shape. He's getting back uh, doing what he, he does, which is scoring goals. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he just needed time. And maybe like the system was not the best and finally some party tried to like- Great his strengths. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's,
1: uh, I mean, this, we, we're not going to, well, we'll let's, let's talk about a while we're on the subject, but <clears throat> with his two goals against Brest, he's now in the same number of games. And one goal against Brest. Uh Yeah, one goal, one two assist, goal but with, with, his, with his last three goals, he scored more goals in the same number of games as, as Didier de Rogba did, right? Yes, yes, in, in uh, well, over the same amount of time, because it's it's been a year since he joined, but... Obviously, not as spectacular or as impressive or as you know, as, as, as amazing as that Drogba season was, but the stats don't lie, right? And exactly. you give Milik the ball in the box, he's going to put it in the net nine times out of ten. Um, <clears throat> I guess that the, the one thing I, I, I have been watching, and that's since the beginning of the season, you know, when you compare, I mean, in Liga. Yes, he's had struggles, and I think the, defender, the teams know how to defend the, the Sampoli system. So they block him, they put two players on him, which means he, he's frustrated. And because his first touch, as you said, Tomash isn't necessarily the best, then he 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 will get fouled out sometimes and miss controls. But if you look at his performances in Europe, where obviously it's a different style of opposition, and and it, you know it's a competition, knockout competition, he's. He scored against all of our European opponents this season, and you sort of go, well, you know, is even though we complain sometimes about his performances in Ligue 1, at the end of the day, he's a, he's a striker that scores for Marseille in the in the European Cup, and what do we want from Marseille is to perform well in European Cups when we're in them, and he's getting the goals, but he his style he looks he just looks more confident and more more involved in the european games do, do you guys agree
0: i i agree definitely and i you know uh, w- when we will come to the best game i think i have even more like warm words about his performance there so let's hope he will be able to keep keep it up and let's hope that his health will be will you know uh, allow him to do that because that was always one of the main concerns about milik's yeah. Uh, performance yeah, so, yeah. yeah exactly so
2: i i I do agree with you but the only thing as well uh, we need to consider is like when you play in League one and you, in Marseille like the team they come in to defend they're like, sure. like two line of five. Why in, in, in Europa League or in conference league it's not exactly the same. So like the team they're waiting for him they're like they have war against him so obviously it's, it's not gonna be as easy to score goals. Well, he's been scoring goals, and some people will say, Yeah, he was scoring like three against uh, like fourth division team, but you still need to score this goal. Mm. Like, it's, if it was that easy, everybody would be scoring go- three goals against this team, but not everybody's doing it. So, a goal is a goal, I guess. I mean,
1: that's it on the mining subject, but I'm um, you know, the conclusion is, regardless of the rumors, he you said, we we'll- Regardless of, of certainly some of, some of his technical limitations, the numbers don't lie. He's scoring goals. We we seem to have tweaked the system a bit where we're playing more to his strengths and less to Payet's. But but I, I've, I've got a lot to say on that after this. But but um, it's just look, we've had so many shit fucking strikers at Marseille over the last ten years. So many. Are we are we really gonna complain that we have one who's scoring even though he's not perfect every game? His numbers are, are fucking amazing. So beggars can't be choosers, first of all, because not, I don't think many players wanted to come to him this time last year when it was Nasser Largeir and we were we were shit. And and there was a you know there was a clear um mental breakdown after the, the, the shocking Champions League campaign and the shocking January we had and, and all of the incidents where Hero left and the Commanderie and all of that. So people need to, to, to take a chill pill and just appreciate whilst we have Milik, whether he stays or goes, when we look back on this in two or three years, we'll probably go, fuck me, look at look at this guy. He was you could always rely on him in, in certainly in, in the big games or the European games to get us a goal. Um the last thing I wanted to look at I, on, on I
0: I just I just, right. just want because I just wanted to like take note that it's like one step too far of enthusiasm for me personally, so <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm I'm like I'm I'm looking for, with optimism for the future, but when you look back at the first half of the season in Ligue 1, it was it was very it was still it it, it like the numbers weren't there. Since Three. the game versus Angers he, he actually won the, the game versus Andros for us. Then he won the game versus Mets and had a, also a significant impact in, in the game versus Brest. So since then, he already actually provided uh, you know nine points uh, basically for us. So that's that's the thing that we can all agree on and let's look for the future with optimism.
2: What you said is, is very true. However, like you need to see the context. He was coming back from injury. He was out of shape. He was uh, Asked to play in a system that was not like really made for him. Yeah, it was designed. For yeah, sure, start. sure. Yeah, so he had to like he had to catch up, and then like people were expecting to score straight away. And I mean, now he's he's probably in better shape. Uh, we switching the way we're playing. It's, it's just like things getting back. Like the I mean, we're putting stuff back together. You know, like pieces and pieces and. It just takes time. I guess that, to, to finish on the Basel game, I think the, the main frustration
1: for me was that we created so much, but yet again, you know, we could have been three or four nil up. Um there's a little lapse of concentration, but their goal was offside as well. So we we paid the price for their, for there being no VAR in the knockout stage of a European competition, which frankly I don't understand. I mean I, I understand it if you're in Budoglimt and they don't have a stadium where you can put the cameras, but for fuck's sake, you know, in, in the Villa de Rome, you can put the cameras very easily. So UEFA are not doing anybody any favours if they want this conversation to be taken seriously. But I guess my, my main takeaway from the game, and we'll do a takeaway each, but mine is that I'm, I'm relieved there's not the away goals anymore because 2-1 would have been a very shit score uh, after, after the way we performed and all the chances we created, but we didn't score. But at the same time... I, I really don't see a way back for Basel in, in the return leg this Thursday um, because we, I, I just think we have too much for them. Um, but my takeaway is that, yet again, for once, we create chances, but we don't score. We don't score enough, and we. we I don't know. There seems to be a lot of. Um, you know, Rongier is yes, he's shooting more, but he's not not effectively scoring. Again, is the same, even though his stats are pretty good. They could be better, but maybe I think they will be next year when he when he he's got more experience and, and more more responsibilities in this team. But uh, Tomash, if you had the takeaway from from that game, the main one, what would it be? Uh, I
0: like I, I can go one step further with with, with with not only from the game but like the competition itself. If uh, I think because if if I, if I if I I checked on the possible outcomes of our, all the games in this space, so I think that. We uh, we will go through, and then we have teams like Feyenoord and PSV from from uh, from the Netherlands, Borac Slavia Prague, uh, I guess, Roma uh, and Leicester, and probably Hend from from Belgium. Yeah, potentially uh, Belgium. Well, yeah. if they
1: if they beat Leicester. Yeah, so it could be an all French quarterfinal.
0: Oh, uh, well, I'm I'm not sure if Hand will make it. I think Leicester will will will, will see that through. But but my main takeaway is that this is really. A winnable competition for us and, yes. I, I, and I, will, I will i will really i will I, <laughs> I, I i want it very badly let's say it like that i think it, oh, it,
1: man, it, i'm so it, glad it's, you're on you're on my page i've been saying this for months man that you know i want you know yes we well first of all i want a trophy but if we win a fucking european cup in the year yet again where psg have shot themselves um you know it's even it's even more beautiful because it's a jamais les premiers, yet again. <laughs> you know, and it's, yeah, it's just, I, Coupe de France would have been great, don't get me wrong, but, you know, the, the European Cup is the European Cup and it puts us back on the map. But I agree. I'm glad you, I, to say that. Will, do you have a, a, yeah, a no, takeaway?
2: I agree, as you say, like, it, it puts you back on the map because regardless of what people say, like, the final is a final of a European Cup, so people going to watch it or at least going to hear about, if you win the French Cup, Nobody cares and, uh, unless you really live in France. But if you're in the the Conference Cup, people are gonna watch it and know who is the the first winner. They will know. Yeah, and especially if, when it comes to to
1: you know trying to like sell players, um, you know just to, just the visibility that it gives for for imagine someone like Kaitaka or. Um, players that are on the fringe or Conrad and all of that, suddenly their value goes up because they've, they've got a, a European Cup on their CV, even though it's the shit one. It's still a trophy on their CV for, for young players. So that's, I guess that, that wraps up the Basel game, but I'm glad that
2: we It's, it's we're like the, the, what the Europa Cup or the Europa, Europa League? League. The Europa League. Yeah. Everybody was like, what the fuck is this cup? But Man United yeah. won it, Chelsea won it. Yeah. Now, like, big club won that cup. So, yeah, a European Cup is a European Cup. Yeah, but a cup is a cup, but it's a
1: European one for, for OM in this context. Where PSG, just just to remind everybody that they yet again shut themselves. It's, uh, it's even more special if we can do do a good uh, good run in this cup and get to the final and hopefully win it. But that but yeah, the, the European Cup in Marseille is part of our DNA, right? So we when we're in the European Cup, I don't care. I want us to to play the best we can, and if we can get to a final, then you know, oh th- well, yeah,
2: play. yeah. But
1: but there's some of our best memories, I'm sure all of us here, are, uh, you know, even though we lost them, was was the the 1997 UEFA Cup final, the the drug year where we went to the, the UEFA Cup final again, and the Europa League final uh, four years ago with with Garcia and Ocampo and Payet and, Payette and, we and Gustavo. You know? well. yeah. we, we lost all these finals against better yeah. teams, but. Everybody in Europe was talking about Marseille oh, again.
2: semi-final in
1: was... <laughs> <laughs> I still go there. That, <laughs> that was that was very very stressful. But on to on to the next game then. So back we were back to Liga duties on Sunday. So we are playing Brest away. Brest beat us at the Velodrome in December. Uh, we were one nil up after a uh, uh, Jerson goal as well. Funny enough, so he he scored the first one on Sunday too and then we, we just didn't score the second and then Brest just just did the classic Villa performance where they sat deep and they got uh, an equalizer after half time and then uh, another uh, a winner pretty late but i i i, I was optimistic ish because we were playing away but at the same time it's always a difficult game against these guys and uh, you know the fact is the fact that we scored quickly was 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 i think reassured Everybody, um, so we were missing Payet because he he put, he wasn't in the group because apparently he's got a, a you know very small injury, they didn't want to take the risk. I think he'll, he'll be back for, for Nice and he's suspended on Thursday anyway. So I was quite curious before the game about the lineup. Now, Arit, I, I, it's not that I'm not a fan, but I just feel like yes, he's not necessarily been given the game time to prove himself and stuff, but I also feel like he's one of those that maybe. Because he inevitably he realised that he didn't necessarily fight and, and try to prove himself to get his place in the, in the starting eleven, but he he put in the head of the game. He was man of the match. And um, wow. I guess just just overall we won the game four one. You know we were two nil up, then three nil up, and then Brest come back and score one. But you know all three of those goals were, were just really good build up. Um, you know it was very vertical back in the continuation of what we saw against Basel. Then Brest get a goal back, but we go on and score a fourth. And I guess it's just in in terms of the the, the performance. Tomash, were you did you feel like it was a, a, a building on on the Basel performance? Did yeah, you feel
0: definitely. Like you
1: step forward again.
0: Definitely, definitely. I think I think that uh, it, it, like all the things that we said about the Basel game, they they, they actually. We actually repeated them in 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 the game versus bra which isn't an obvious thing under Pauli. so I was very glad about that for me it was it was a game that had like kind of I guess surprising heroes I think because Har yeah. is, is, is 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 one uh one player and I also I think we we have to uh, admire his performance because it was like Wait, uh, I think you have
1: the, to admire his mentality right yeah, yeah I, I and he comes in and plays
0: like that. That's know, exactly that yeah. that's exactly the thing I I want to say. Like he was already uh, written off, and and it, it really took some you know some 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 courage and some determination to to put a performance like that. And he was also very very active in in uh, in defense. He even had some interceptions in our own half, so it was really a, a joy to watch. And the, the second player who I would like to like smooth out. It, it wasn't like maybe. A, great game by him but but i think that top gay actually had, had some really crucial internships uh interceptions that led to great. uh to 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 Oracle. so it and once more it's it is also even more commendable because of the the place in which he is now also mentally with all the the, the you know this this affair with with uh suspending him and uh our role with um, Watford, uh, etc. So I think also for him to play and play good after he was um, like absent for the last few games, I think it was a very, a very, uh, very nice thing to see. So it's good that finally the people that were like playing second field before are now stepping onto the main stage and actually playing, uh, providing us with, uh, with, with with points, actually with goals, assists, and therefore points.
1: Yeah, I think I think my, my feeling when 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 the group was announced in in, in the morning and we we all saw Payet wasn't there, we're like, oh fuck, right. But no, I I don't have a Payet agenda, contrary to what Steph or, or Alex will have you believe. However, he he's looked for a few weeks like he needs a rest because he's we know he, he's he's always average in winter anyway, but now at his age and the number of games we're playing, you know, I, I felt that we needed some. It's a catch-22 for Sampali because if he if he takes him out of the team three or four games ago when we're doing badly and we don't do better, he's he's you know he's done it before where he he can cause problems in the dressing room and stuff. Uh, I'm I'm not saying he would have done it. I'm just saying he's capable of doing it. But it seems like it's been lucky timing where you know the the question was when we saw that squad on Sunday. Well, for me, was who is going to step up because we need now in Payet's absence. And I, I I very pleasantly surprised it was Arid, but it was like, right, now a Gendouzi needs to step up. Now a Gerson needs to step up. Now a Milik needs to step up. And, and as you've said, Tomas, interestingly, it was Arid who had been written off, and it was gay as well. I thought he had a very, very good first half. Um, I liked that he shoots from distance as well, because he, he, he can score some goals from distance. We saw it uh, last year in Rennes. You know he's 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 got a good left foot on him, but he's also I think he's improved a lot going forward. Um, well, what did you make of the, the performance?
2: I totally agree about what was just said, um, especially about Harry, because every, like as you say, like people were like, oh, he's not going to be here next year, like it's a failure, blah blah blah. And I mean he did well. He did great. He was the man of the match. He hasn't played for a long time. He showed up, and uh, he stepped up, and he, he proved that, like, he wants to be here. He wants to play, and because, like, sometimes he, he was playing, like, you know, he was coming in. He was not great. He didn't show, like, passion. He didn't show much, but he started. He, he had a strong game, and hopefully he'll be able to play uh, next week's again. Basos, and uh hopefully it's going to be more and more involved and should, like deliver like we needed to him to be there when piet is not at his at his best and um regarding the, the the breast performance what i appreciated as well is the fact that yes we were up one nil at half time but we didn't like slow it down like we used to you know like we up one nil and then we just defend and we No, we continue to be like proactive and try to keep playing and yeah. move forward and i feel that's one of a big takeaway and one of the big change uh, in comparison for the the past few weeks yeah i guess
1: I, the, the other thing i saw so we we've, we've said arietz we've said Pabge, um you know Minig got his goal and the, the assist for the first goal so um i i I've, I've been liking the way he's improved for weeks but I think he's one of the other ones that did step up. Uh, Jason, I know. honestly, I agree. He's, 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 you know, comparing to three months ago, he's a lot more direct. He transitions the play a lot more directly, but he know he's he's got quality, man. You just see it when he gets the ball now. He's adapted to the guard. He can protect the ball. He can play one touch when he needs to. Um, he he's looking finally like the player that we all thought that we were signing. And yes, it, would take, it took him to, time to adapt, which is normal. And you add to that that, yes, it's a brand new squad as well. And it's not like he was coming into a well-oiled oiled machine like a Liverpool, for example. But I felt he played very well. Tomash.
0: Yeah, I think I think like um, um, I, like I was wrong on many players before him. <laughs> I'm 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 really not a, like a perfect evaluator of players, but I always thought that he is a quality player. Like I even even when he struggled in his first games, I I, I thought that he, he it will be a good uh, buy.
1: It's a matter of time, yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I think it each shows now. He's like he he's really an extremely intelligent player, and when he uses when when he gets used to to the physicality of Liga, and he stops, uh, you know, like forcing fouls, which uh, which would be given in Brazilian, you know, uh, league. I think he will be very he will be really a great signing next year. I think it is especially obvious if, if you compare him. For example, to Luan Perez, we, we didn't talk about Luan Perez in in um in, in the game versus Basel in which we had, he actually, like, his positioning error uh, led to to, to to Basel's goal. Mm. Uh, Lu, Luan Perez actually, like, he, he he isn't showing any signs of pro- progress since he, he came here. I, I would even say that in the first part of the season he was a little bit better than now. If you compare it with Gerson, I, th- I, I think Gerson c- clearly is getting better and better, understands the game better, and we, we like gives more and more for, uh, to the team.
1: I guess with Luan Perez, I mean, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's easy to be harsh on him and sp- pick him as a scapegoat, right? But I, personally, I won't because, look, he's come from Brazilian League as well. But we've changed the system. He was very successful when we had the system. with three free at the back for all those months in November, December, January. Yeah,
0: that, that's the best true. Best
1: defense in the league. That she's
0: worked. a
1: center back yeah yeah, yeah exactly the system works for him now he's playing in, in left back sometimes and he comes in and you can tell he's he's one of those he's, he looks a bit tired you know it's a difficult he, winter in europe he played, but, a, yeah.
2: he played a lot of games, as well he was exactly playing almost with Saliba. i think he was one of the guys who was playing the most game in the team exactly so it was it was only natural
1: that he would arrive to a point where he would, he would struggle physically and also mentality mentally, sorry, with the intensity, but, I, you know, I don't want to blame him, you know, we can scapegoat loads of players over the last few weeks, I'm the coach, which many people have been doing, but I guess...
0: Yeah, you know, that, I I think that's fair, like, well, one more thing about him is also that we paid for him, like, three million euros, so it's also, you know, you, you, exactly. like... It's it's not a it's a it's not an error on our part I I would guess even if he turns out to be not not like the, the player of uh, you know the first team uh, level So I
1: I wish we had many more three million errors, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but we've had more thirty million errors than fucking three million sadly recently. Um I guess the, the 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 last point about this game is that you know when you look at consider the results from the weekend so Nice drew away at Montpellier. Strasbourg and Rennes One, but you know, not only do we do we win, but we put in a performance, score four goals, which is gonna be important, I think, for the difference, the, the, the goal difference. <clears throat> but I guess considering we're playing Nice next, uh, after Basel on Thursday, so Nice at home at the Villa is our next League Gun game. Does this do, do you guys you know, I guess the final thing is do you guys feel more confident about that game now? Uh, Will?
2: Uh, definitely. Um... As I was telling uh, Ben, <laughs> every record, I don't, I'm not confident about a win. I think I'll be happy with a draw because, not because I, uh, I'm not confident about the team. It's just because that's exactly the type of game where Nice, they're going to defend and try to play uh, in transition. And that's the type of game they like that. And like they might score a lucky one and then we're going to struggle and like equalize at the end. That's basically how see the game. Hopefully, I'll be wrong. But like a loss will be, it would not be like- Catastrophic. Exactly. It would be like tough mentally because mm. I think the team, they really want to win after the, the hard one we took in Coupe de France. But mm. uh, I don't think we will lose that one. But I'm not sure we we're gonna win it. So your, your prediction draw? Yeah. One, one one. Yeah, one one. Tomash, what what's what are your thoughts? Do you think
1: we are you more confident and optimistic after our recent run of results?
0: Well, yeah, I think it's hard, it's difficult not to be more optimistic. I guess if 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 <laughs> if, all, if if, if, if they, you know if if, uh, if players like are gay and, and all the players that we talked about will like are on the rise as well as. Jerson uh, and Milik. I like I one one a funny tidbit of, of a start that I found. I don't know if you know. It was first game in Milik's career in top five league in in which he's both scored and assisted. Really? So, yeah, really. That, that's a, that's a very funny fact. Yeah. So he had the games in Ajax in which he did both, but it was first time either in Napoli or in uh, Marseille that he actually had both and. Uh, a league assist to the goal. So, and I think it was a very good assist. Like, finally, he actually, yep. uh, yeah, he, he. So, I just want to give him credit when, when, when he's due. So, you can it often. So, yeah, go. exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, as as for the next game, I think we like a, a draw wouldn't be a bad uh, result for for me yeah. as well. I I agree definitely with Will. Uh, I think it it, it is possible to, to win that game if we were able to sort out our. Like defending in uh, wide areas because L- L- Lirola in the first game was like oh my god I I loved this player really last season I didn't have idea what happened to him is it fitness is it, is it mentality what what happened to him but he was really really atrocious and I think he knows it everyone knows it so it's a, it's a, like a tough tough situation for him he was a fan favorite and now what no- no- so I think we if we yeah, it, you it, know what?
2: You know what's it, funny? So one of my very good friends is uh Fiorentina's fan, and he was like, "Yeah, when you arrived, it was very good, blah blah blah," and then he just disappeared, and I don't know. Hopefully- oh, really? That's, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, the, the parallels are there. Sadly, yeah.
0: That's guess, interesting. Um, so, so I so, think if, if 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 we will sort out like defending like left back and right back, I think we we have a chance because knees are very strong on the counter and in on the wing. So I think if we, we will have plan how to defend there, I think we have a shot at winning this game. So
1: you, but, but what's your prediction then?
0: I would say nil nil.
1: Okay, I'm I'm gonna go with a draw. I'm gonna I'm gonna follow Will because yeah, I, I agree with him that. Nice are going to make it very difficult for us. Their, their, their plan is obviously going to... They want, they want us to fall back into our, our trap that we did against Monaco and Lille earlier uh, a few months ago where they leave us the ball and they know exactly how to hurt us on the counter. So that's going to be their strategy for sure. And galtier has been doing that against every, every team in Liga almost and he's been very successful so far. So I predict 1-1-2. One, one, um, I guess the, the last question before we move on to, to sort of a, a well, mini debate, it's more of an, a, 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 a stock take after this. But I, again, I touched on it briefly. Payet was not there on Sunday. He's g- not going to be there on, on Thursday. And so let's let's speculate and imagine we see a similar performance on Thursday from Arith if he plays. Um, and we see that the team and the collective is, is more. Better oiled, more fluid, etc. Is are we better without Payet? Would you Would you play Payet Sunday? Would you start him if we If we look good against Basel without him again?
2: Will I mean what I'm gonna say is like it's not what I would do, but I'm gonna tell you what somebody (laughs) is gonna do. He's gonna play him. Yeah, he's he's gonna play. He's gonna play. Uh, There's no doubt. Uh, I just hope if uh, Harry played the same way, that he get more time, you know, because uh, as you said, Payet is not getting any younger. So we're going to need like, at least Payet who can play on Thursday. And if Payet can play on Sundays, I mean, we're just going to need an alternative. And uh, for next year as well, that could be nice to have like, someone that can step up when we need it. What do you think, Thomas?
0: Yeah, I, 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 well, I think like personally, Payet is not my favorite player, like in terms of individual, you know, uh, like fondness. But I think he he is our best player this season. It's it's hard to argue like like the most <laughs> most influential player. So I think it would be difficult not to play him. He he scored in, in the in the in the fixture in in Nice. I think he also scored in, in the cup. Was it him or, or someone else? I did, I don't remember versus Nice. So I think that he 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 will, he will want to play in this game, and I think uh, he he will be good. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so as well.
2: Uh, I mean, it's not been great in every like big game, but some of the big game he was present and. He definitely showed up, and hopefully that's what he's going to do. Especially, especially had time to rest, so maybe that's what he needed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think that's what he needed. I mean, you know, we we know that he's he's rubbish in the winter, as I've said. But it's like, you know, when when you're struggling, he's obviously going to get the scrutiny, and from from myself especially because. You, that's when you, you need him the most, right? You need your big players when you're, when you're shit or when you're struggling for a goal or creative moment. And it just coincided, sadly, with the fact that he was not on form and the others weren't on form either. So, hopefully, you know, I, I think that a, 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 a successful end of the season is is very dependent on a good payette. But I think that, I hope that now that Sampaoli has seen that we can, we have an alternative. I hope that he doesn't hesitate to change things up if Payet does not rediscover form.
0: Yeah, well, also one more like maybe important thing to that is that if if this transfer ban will actually be in place, I think that then actually chances of Harit staying are actually going dramatically up because he, he is uh, Registered, so I think that he uh, he would he would be eligible to play next season if you if you would like to extend the loan or or, or buy him. Whereas we we, we well no, so not...
1: Arit, Arit is a free agent this summer, I
0: believe. Oh really? Okay, but, but like I think it's the, the because the ban is not actually on on sales, it's on ah, so you, you, uh, no, registration so you... players. So i so actually, for example, Saliba is yes. we we could actually if the transfer ban will be in place, we could extend his loan because he is uh registered now and we couldn't loan another player if, if, if you if it will be in place
1: yes yeah, so, so logically what was when the last two times sorry well the last two times yeah, that th- this happened was manchester City and chelsea and the minute they appeal they they um they basically to not i think it's it's quite logical the way they did it was well, you've appealed, so what we're going to do is we're going to let you have one last transfer window and then we're going to do it properly and judge you. And then after that, if you get found guilty, you're banned for the next two, right? For me, that would make the most sense because imagine we appeal, imagine they ban us before this summer and then we win the appeal. Well, we'll we've been fucked twice because we've not been able to buy or, or register any players during the summer, so it's, it's non, it's nonsensical. I think we will have this last transfer window then it will be December, sorry September. Then there'll be the judgment, and then we'll, we'll I, I predict we'll get banned. But oh, you think so? I think that I just don't, I don't see how we can't get banned. I don't, you know, we he obviously had the contract, we knew that. Um, best case scenario, he gets like like a, he gets a fine that he has to pay, which is millions, and maybe we help him. Who knows? Worst case scenario, realistically, I think we'll get banned because. We we knew he had a contract, a pre-contract. We signed him anyway. We could have we could have spoken to Watford and found uh, an arrangement. We chose not to. I think that we tried to be too clever and it's going to fuck us. But
2: ben,
0: ben, ben you sound like you you don't trust Ero on this because he said he, <laughs> he's is sure. Like I'm shocked. you, you doubt that I trust Ero ever? Fuck
1: Ero. He he <laughs> he literally.
0: I'm just teasing you, man. I'm, I'm, Come on. I'm teasing. He's, I'm teasing uh, you, man.
1: Yeah, but do you, do you remember, he stood in the press conference with Pub and said, no, I've been assured by the lawyers, it's absolutely risk-free, we risk no repercussions for this signing, I promise you on, you know, blah, 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 it's a fucking yet more stupidity, incompetence, false promises from this man. Um, I guess it, that brings us on, ideally, well, yeah, it's the last two topics, really. So the, the first topic is a bit on the rumour mill, so seemingly this week we've now found out that allegedly Kazoo will be our next sponsor on the shirt. So they sponsor Everton. Uh, apparently they're going to sponsor. The, well, they sponsor Aston Villa in the Premier League. So apparently they're going to sponsor Marseille Anne-Lille and Lille and Lyon next year. But it's not confirmed. But that's a rumor. So they're going to replace Uber Eats. Personally happy to get rid of fucking Uber Eats on our shirts. Um, but the second big rumor is that apparently Iro is going to be completely. Gone from the org charts, he's not going to represent us at the NFP anymore. Um, you know, do do we trust this? Are we happy about this? I'm I'm fucking delighted if it's true.
2: I would be delighted as well. My only concern would be like, I just saw that. Uh, what was his name? The guy from Lyon, Ah, Ponceau, yeah. Yeah, I'm not very excited because in Lyon, is everybody hates him. Uh, I mean, he like. If you watch Leon season this year it's very it's awful which is obviously i'm very happy about but <laughs> i don't want him to like come and fuck up everything here so obviously i'm delighted about eros finally leaving but i'm just concerned about like who's going to be next
0: yeah so 100 I-, I i, I uh, agree with what just will said i think i also have heard, heard some very bad things about bonsai and about his actually complete uh you know um lack of knowledge on, on football so that uh, you know like uh, the news about the are are obvious if he is gone from our lives and our club club it will be a holiday for all for every point
1: <laughs> yeah so that's i mean look, hopefully that's the outcome but i agree with you both that ponceau apparently got a lot of things wrong that lyon he was the reason that maurice left and Subsequently, Juninho, but yeah, I mean Juninho was yeah. shit anyway. But I don't want him to be the reason why Longoria. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's the risk, isn't it? So, having said that, Nice apparently are interested in, in him as well. Well, let them take the fucking risk. Go to go and fuck up Nice, please. You know. But that's that's just some of the, the the rumor mill. Now, the last the last thing, and I've I've said my piece on this regularly because I've been on the show a lot more than you guys. Um, but it's the last thing I wanted to, to ask is, is just, you know, as, as we said earlier, so Will, Will and I, were both of the opinion, even though I was pessimistic and I didn't see a way back, I'd never believed for one minute that we were in a situation as bad as the players have given up on Sampaoli, they want to get rid of him, so they're playing shit deliberately and he doesn't have solutions. So without going as far as saying Sampaoli in or back in, do you think that he he's still the ma- the man for the situation just for the end of this season? I'm not talking about next season. Have you seen enough in the last couple of games to make you confident that we're we're back on the right track?
2: I mean, uh, a little bit like you, I wasn't concerned about like how the players was responding because I, like even when we lost, it's like we still created chances. Like when we lost against Monaco, we had a first great half, and then everybody forgot about their half because we lost. But at the first, at the end of the first half, like Monaco didn't exist. They they were like, they were like trois, I don't know. Like we should have scored at least one or two goals, but we did not, and we got punished. And that happened many times. Yeah, yeah. many times. So it's not like we were not creating. Yes, sometimes we were boring, but we were like controlling games and like. You could see like players, they were trying. They they lack a little bit of skills or of last confidence pass, as well. Yeah. yeah, confidence as well. But it was not about the coaching. Like the only thing I was worried about was like the exchange of words between like Sampoli and mm-hmm. uh, and um, Milik. Yeah, Milik yeah. That's the thing I was like, oh, this is not great. But that was like the main thing. It was not about like how the player was responding on the on the pitch. Yeah, I guess I guess that the, the, the Sampali Milik thing, I guess Tomas, uh, Tomash, it'd be
1: interesting to have your input or your, your insight, especially on this. But I, I agree with Will, I never saw that as a personal attack from Milik. I saw it more of him trying to say, look, I'm motivated, I'm scoring. Why would you take me out of the team? I saw it more of a like of a you know an indirect challenge and saying to the coach, and not in a way that, that you can you can probably I would bet that they've had this conversation off the pitch without the cameras. And that he's just repeating his point, which is, I'm in a good place. The coach knows I'm in a good place. Please play me, because I will, I will fight for this team, and I will do my best. Um, do you think he's that? He's that type of. Was that type of context, Samash?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that there were like direct uh, reports. I read something so, somewhere. I think this week that they actually like, even though they like their contacts were you know on and off, like bad, not maybe not, not so great. Like that they, they were always in contact and they were always talking about that. So that's that's uh, It's not like that that they stopped you know talking to each other and they just decided to communicate to to each other via. Yeah. Media, because that would be bad. So I think, uh, like th- this, it, it isn't like a like a, a an important uh, thing in, uh, it, when when considering either Medics or sample EU future for me. But, but
1: I mean on, on that side, just, just to to answer the question, do
0: you feel that you've yeah. Yeah, yeah. you yeah 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 like I I think that you like you can answer this question like. If, uh, for example, like we have 10 games in Liga till the end of the season. I think we are w- reaching the point, or maybe we even have reached it already, in, in which it makes no sense to change the change the manager before the end of the season. Um, I was always, as well, maybe not always, but since like I, I would say November last year, I, I was uh, like somewhat skeptical. I think uh, I I I didn't enjoy. Okay watching this team I always thought that I actually respect him for for having a very clear philosophy of play because I I know that he changed the system a lot and he changed players etc etc but I I certainly could see his game philosophy it was like having total control of the game uh not taking risks uh, and just outplaying your opponents by by sheer quality of passing and by by, by football so i always respected that we we had some wins in which we, we, which were very very dull and we, we we also had some like draws at home etc but uh, it was always in the same vein so i, I then my, my stance was that like either it, it doesn't matter actually if we are winning or if or, if, or we are losing it is not uh, OM that i want to watch and it is not the type of play that i want to my team to 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 play. So, but then after that, like last two games were very very different. And even Sampoli said, like after the Monaco game, I think, or he said that he w- he will never change his philosophy. He he believes in, uh, in, in 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 this and this and this. But then after that, like the last two games, I think we all agreed that they were visibly different. I'm I'm not sure what happened. If he 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 botched or or did or, or players like. Actually had the talk with him, but what we are seeing clearly like a different approach to the game, not even in terms of you know uh, score lines. So so that makes me actually more positive, and I think that maybe he 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 you know he, he isn't Bielsa. He is uh, he is able to adapt and to change actually uh, what what he wants to, uh, what he wants to do. So. I'm cautiously o- optimistic now, but I think the next two games will be will be crucial. Like if we manage to advance to the to the quarterfinal, and then if we we'll get a good uh, result ver- versus Nice, I think it it's, uh it will be a good omen.
1: Yeah, it would have mean some uh, maybe re- re-rounded, I guess, I mean, yeah, he's not Bielsa. I think that's the key takeaway for me from from you, but also from many people where. Because I think a lot of people he was mislabeled and missold to people as Bielsa's disciple and stuff, and we see elements of, of the Bielsa system and the Bielsa approach, you know. But I agree, he he he's the more sort of pragmatic version of Bielsa that won't die by his system. He's we've seen him change, he's changed the system from four-two-three-one to to four-four-two to four-five-one. He's he's tried a lot of things. He's tried too many different lineups, arguably, but. He's always tried to react and he's always tried to find a positive solution. And we've, we've gone through
2: a rough patch, but um, go ahead. And people are out there and saying, yes, we wanted to play like we played at the beginning of the season. But the thing is, like, if you play that way it wasn't and you, sustainable. Keep, and you will keep losing, people will not be out there being like, yeah, we are fun, Because if you keep losing, then like players are losing confidence. And then, like, the fans yeah. are starting to be like, the coach needs to go but now we're third or second uh yes it's not as exciting but it's, it's as you said it's it's yeah it's more sustainable
1: i i guess as well i mean look uh, I, I i hate to be the stats guy but uh, he's got 71 points since he's been at om the only team that's done better is psg with with 86 i believe so you know, no other no other coach or or team in league 1 has outperformed him from a from a points quantity point of view. Um, it's it's not the be all and end all agreed, but it does go some way to showing that there is a method to the badness.
0: Sure, but I still like I still think that uh, like you know. We can we can differ in in, in in this because i think it's beautiful about football that different people actually see different things in football and actually different things attract them i i like if if my team would would, would win you know every game by by a scoreline of one zero in a very pragmatic uh, risk averse way and would win championship surely i, I would be happy but i it, it it wouldn't be like so fulfilling for me like points are important but for, for for me personally they are not the most important thing in, uh, for which i decide to you know devote time of my life uh, each each week or twice a week for so the, but that's just my take and i'm glad that maybe uh, our also our our philosophy changes because it's it's not only about because you, you said about formation yeah i think it's not only it's it's not the case of formation it's kind of it's case of mentality. I think it was the game versus Monaco in which Gondouzi actually got the ball on the on the left wing and actually decided to you know to pass it back, due to, uh, which which prompted like very very loud boo's from the from the velodrome. Rightly so. In the games versus Basel and versus Brest, he was he was very crisp and he was very like uh, he 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 took the ball and the first thing he he, he wanted to do, to, do was to, was to was to pass the post forward. So I think it's it's a change of mentality. It It's it surely it, formation is one thing, but the mentality is, uh, is is something else. And I'm glad that this change is happening.
2: To be to be fully honest, like even if I've always been supporting of Sempoli, but more about not like a blind like fan, more about like we need to wait and we need to see and the season is long is like it's made up like high and lows. The only thing that was that was very annoying me is the, the thing you just said about, you know, when you can play in transition and the players were like stopping and like playing back. And it was just like, you know, they were like, it was very scolar. It was like kids be like, oh, we need to play the ball left and right and center. And like if we don't do it that way, then let's try, let's start again. And, that's the thing that was like made it like so predictable and annoying because it's just yeah we've seen it before just like play more freely more forward faster and uh, yeah I agree with what you just said I think
1: it's di- but but it's difficult though because I, I can imagine we know Sampaoli is you know he's an animated character I can imagine him being very fucking frustrated like we are when he sees that because he's probably thinking that's not what we're doing training. He probably he you know I think it's it's half of him, yes, drilling this control thing into him, but I think recently it's more been the responsibility of the players and the lack of confidence and, and the, the playing it too safe rather than take the risk approach. I think that's what's prevailed rather than him saying don't take the risk. Um, I, I just think it's a, it's, a, it's a mix of two things. Um, he's I don't think he's to blame for everything. He has his faults for the bad run we've had. But, you know, the, the fact is, the conclusion is right now, today, hopefully it's the same when we when we record this time next, next week and we continue on this little bit of rebound positivity. But you can tell that the, the players have turned the corner. Um, he's made tweaks, but I, I don't see a, a massive change in what he's doing. I see a massive change in what the players are doing. But I
2: think yeah. that, that's where you see the players being like where they're supposed to play. You know, the right more. position, yeah. yeah. Uh, that helps.
0: That yeah. definitely helps. That's him, yeah. I so, think that's one one way of, of looking at it. But when you look at it that way, like you actually strip the the coach of almost all agency. Like if if it's yeah. the players playing, it's it's either their fault or their you know their uh, uh their goods. I think we we have to credit Sampa where where where, where he's good and just point out where where he makes. Mistakes, so I, I I think that the manager has a very big impact on how the team the team does play.
1: Agreed, and let, I think you've you've ended it perfectly. We'll end it here. Um, nice to have you back, Tomas. Will you're welcome thank back you, anytime. It's just nice to have new people and new opinions, and we debate and we 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 try and analyze the games for all the all the all the listeners. It's good. Uh, until next time, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you very much.
0: Great guys, thank you.